FC3 Communications presents a spoken word given to our congregation located at 1800 Hall Brown Road, where our senior pastor is Dr. Karen B. Johnson and assistant pastor Glenton Queen. You are welcome to join us as our services are held every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Enjoy the word. for the times when he did not give up on us. <clears throat> That's a stretch of faith to know that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can think or ask. And there's a comma there, according to the power that worketh in us. Give God praise. He deserves all of our reverence. Turn with me to um, James chapter 1, verse 21 through 26. I'll be reading from the NIV version. Say amen when you have it. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth, and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which had, uh, I'm sorry, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forget what he looks like. Verse 25, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law and gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. And our final verse, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Let us pray. Father God, we just come gathered here today, Father, just to thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace. And we thank you for your mercy. Now, God, decrease in me and allow what you have poured into me, your vessel, God, Come out to your people. Allow us to hear what thus say the Lord and act on it. Amen. I just want to read verse 22 as my, um, just to repeat verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Our message today is actions speak louder than words. Can I say that again? Because, Tony, you reminded me. I guess this is just so fitting. She's talking about action that we need to take in our community. And God would say, after that, we're going to have a word on action speak louder than words. Because that's what they're calling for. You know, not just our words. 
But in our scripture, James is informing Jewish Christians how actions must speak louder than words. The message is still relevant for the modern church today. As Christians, our faith walk should be demonstrated through our actions. In other words, there should be some fruit to our action. The Jewish Christians have been scattered throughout the Mediterranean because of persecution. While in the hostile environment, the Jewish Christians were tempted to let intellectual agreement pass for true faith. Basically, they put too much emphasis on personal knowledge and not on rather than godly faith. James's letter gives a message of that genuine faith will change lives. How many of you want your lives changed? When we gather here today, when we leave out, we should have a changed life. And the way we do it is that we must obey the word of God by putting our faith into action, followed with our obedience. You know, people say things and they make promises all the time, but they have no intentions on ever keeping it. They even may say one thing to you, and then they do the opposite. Those actions have negative consequences. From a personal perspective, you lose trust in the relationship. We can say, I love you, but there is an act of love that says more. In our per and, and there's also in our professional and for our young people in your school, you can say, I'm going to turn my assignment in. And then you don't. Or you say, I'm going to get to it right now, mom. I'm going to wash those dishes right now. And then what happened? You go to sleep and you don't do it. So the same for you. You lose trust with your teachers and you lose trust with your parents. Today, the word is also calling for us to not just be hearers of the word, but to be doers of it and to obey it to its fullest. We have to be intentional in aligning our actions with the word of God. Just listening to the word and doing nothing with it causes us to miss out on what God has for us. There's a few things we need to know. The first thing we need to know is God's word conveys truth and is the path of our salvation. We must be free of ungodly things. What's important here is to avoid those things that don't line up with your godly values. Remove those things that are harmful in your walk and make room for the very thing that will help you. Do you remember when you were a toddler or even a baby when you began to crawl or to walk and your parents or some adult removed items that were in your way? You remember that? Why do you think they did it? They did it so that we wouldn't hurt ourselves. So it is with our Christian walk. Now, we are responsible 
to remove those harmful things that keeps us from changing and growing in the way that God would have us. James don't, does not sugarcoat it, but he calls it what it is. He said it's evil. I like James because he's just a straight talker. You know, some people don't like straight talkers because they don't like you to be real. But James is an advocate for straight talking. He said, I don't, uh-uh, it's evil. And before evil, he said, it's filthy. So we don't even have our minds together because it comes from what's in our mind, right? So we got to get rid of it. And sometimes it's whether those things influence, those things can, whether those things influence our habits, our attitudes, and our decisions. For example, in the book of Daniel, the king was trying to get young Daniel to go against his godly values. When you have a chance, please read it, because what the king had done, he had decreed that there was to be no prayer. And David was a godly man, a young godly man. And because he didn't do it, they threw him in the lion's den. But in the end, God delivered him and he destroyed his enemies. If you stand for God, you too can be delivered. Even though you may be thrown into today's version of the lion's den, just like Daniel, your future will be affected by your actions. Psalms 119.11 says, I have hidden your word. 119.11 says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let me repeat that again because our coming here today we're developing something. We were developing a relationship with God. We're receiving his word. And so what, he's, what this is instructing us to do is that I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The second thing we need to know is we must model what is hidden in our heart. That's between verses 22 and 25. It's important because we can only model what is inside of us. My question to you, what's inside of you? What's inside of you? If you don't have anything inside of you, I suggest you learn scripture so that it will guide you and help you when you need encouragement and when you're facing challenges. We have to use God's word like a reflection in a pool because when we are obedient, there are rewards. What our scripture also says here is that when there is disobedience, there is some consequences. We have to make the effort and the determination to apply God's word in our life. When I first, um, for, for many years, I worked with um, young teens and children's ministry. And there was one young man that really warmed my heart, that really modeled God's, chasing after God's word and modeled it in his heart. Um, this young man participated in every youth program. He volunteered to be a part of every service. And not only that, 
he was committed to attending Sunday school, that he even walked to church on snowy days. How many young people, or even adults, do we have that are willing to do whatever it takes to get to God's word? His modeling was so strong that it encouraged his younger brother to know God. This story here was so big, but I just, I'm going to minimize it. And on top of that, even though his father was not even attending church, the son's faith walk eventually led to his father accepting Christ as his personal savior. Even as young people, you can make an impact. You can make an impact in this world and in this society and within your families. And as young people, you may be experiencing some pressures that you are unable to handle. As a matter of fact, there are some adults that are experiencing some pressures that you cannot handle. Be motivated to develop a relationship with God in such a way that the leader in you comes out instead of being a follower. I think Dominique's testimony is a sure sign of, of that and God working in her. Be the difference maker in your school and among your friends. The best way to do this is to think before you act. And don't copy anyone else because God has uniquely made you. James 2.17 tells us, faith without works is dead. The final thing we need to know is we must align our actions with our service. What is service? It's the things that we do. The way we talk and the things that we do should reflect our outcome or give us the results of what our testimony is. Our testimony should reflect our faith, and our faith should reflect our actions. It takes more than wearing a cross, saying we pray, and saying that we read our Bibles sometimes. When we say we are Christians, it means following Christ and taking on his qualities, which is demonstrated through our behavior. Talking to our school children now, even our children. Our decisions, obedience, and our work. And even in our schoolwork or how we act at school. James also mentions in this chapter that what good is our faith if we do nothing? It's not enough to just have faith. We have to put something behind it. One of my mentees was given an opportunity to represent her peers on a platform to make a difference among her, in her school and her community. She was so excited to be selected to sit on a base-wide, this is a military base-wide panel that focused on helping teens with their challenges. 
She couldn't wait to share that with her parents and invite them to support her. Unfortunately, her parents were too busy to attend. Darrell and I took her, and I had a conversation with her because it, this, her parents not attending caused her a great deal of disappointment. She felt that her parents did not care about her. In actuality, her parents not attending, their actions spoke louder than words because they had stressed to her that she needs to get involved in positive activities, yet their absence um, made my mentee feel that they weren't interested in what she was involved in. As parents, know that there is no amount of gift more valuable than your time. As parents, as guardians, know that there is no amount of gift more valuable than your time. Her parents thought because they had bought her a car, that she was okay and she was good and because she was able to drive herself. But in reality, she could care less about that car. She wanted their time. Is there a time in your life where your actions need to speak louder than words? Is it? Do you want God's blessings in your life? If your answer is yes, then James's answer is clear. Don't be a forgetful hearer of the word. Become a determined doer, and you will be blessed by God. In closing, if we're serious about being free of our ungodly things, if we are serious about modeling what's hidden in our heart, and if we're serious about aligning our actions with service, then our actions must speak louder than words. God bless you. As our decision counselors make their way, to come forward. This is a good time for us to have to reflect on where you are in your life. The question is out there. Are your actions speaking louder than words? Are your actions speaking louder than words? Are you doing what you should be doing? We come Sunday after Sunday. We bring our children to church. But during the week when we leave here, sometimes it's not reflective that we even been to church. That we even receive a word from God that would convict us and cause a mighty great change in us. That's where my heart is burdened, is that we come Sunday after Sunday, 
Move by the songs. Move by the word that goes forth. And even move by the spirit. But yet, we don't do anything to make the change. God is asking us to change it. You want better? Draw closer to God, and he'll draw nearer to you. You want change in your marriage. You want change in your relationships with your children. And to our youth, you want change with your grades. To our youth, you want respect. But are you given respect? Because our truth be told, respect is earned. Are you not feeling valued? Valued in any way? Come to Jesus. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, today we invite you to accept him as your personal Savior. Is there one? Is there one? Perhaps you are saved, but you've never been baptized. That is, you have not made the, you have not had the outward change of expression for the inward change. That is, being baptized in our pool, in the, being immersed into our water, and coming up and allowing the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. And then you make that inward change that will see different actions being changed, the way you walk, the way you talk. And then maybe you've been saved and life has got in the way. Somehow, you turned your back on God, but he never, ever turned his back on you. The son said, don't give up on God because he'll never give up on you. He's able. Restoration is available. Come and be restored back into the relationship or fellowship with God. He wants you. You're his child. He wants you to know that even though you left him, he's standing here to receive you. And then our church has a new thing now. You've been visiting, or maybe you felt something in this service or in services before, and you would like to come and join us and partner with us. Coming to a place that is designated yours, and then meeting other people that is joining together with you to serve our one and only God in ministry. Or maybe you're burdened down today. You're heavy laden with your heart. Your heart is burdened. Your mind is worried. Know that God is a 
mind regulator and a heart fixer. We have our decision counselors here today to give you a little boost if you're in need of prayer. Prayer is available. Is there one? All hearts and minds on one accord. Let's give, give God praise for what happened today. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for what has taken place today. Lord, we thank you for the word that has gone forth. Let us be reminded, Lord, on this week that our actions speak louder than words. Father, I ask that you would bless your people and that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep them and keep their hearts and their minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.